Heavenly King, Advocate, Spirit of Truth, forever present, fellow, thanks, treasure, blessing, store of life, karma, God, and us, cancel us, like God, and save our souls. Glory to God, and I, smooth, peace, make good will. Glory to God, and I, smooth, peace, make good will. Lord, you open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Blessed be the King with the Father, and of the Son, and Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. In peace let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of one eye and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. For peace throughout the world, for the well-being of God's holy church's unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy church and for all after the faith, reverence, and fear of God, let us pray to the Lord. For our most holy and universal pontiff, Francis, Pope of Rome, let us pray to the Lord. For his beatitude, our patriarchs, spirit the slow, for most reverend, Paul, to Lawrence, for our God-loving bishops, for the reverend priest of the diaconate of Christ, all the clergy and the people, let us pray to the Lord. For our nation under God, for our government, for all those in the military, let us pray to the Lord. For this town of Wardena, for every city and country, and for the faithful living them, let us pray to the Lord. For favorable weather, for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, and for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. For the seafarers and travelers, for the sick and the suffering, for those held captive, for their salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the servants of God, Mary Hines and Olga Kishilovich, and for their blessed memory and for the forgiveness of all their offenses, voluntary and involuntary, let us pray to the Lord. That they may stand blameless before the awesome tribunal of Christ and begin ancient land of a living place of light where all the just repose, let us pray to the Lord. That we may be delivered from all tribulation, wrath, and misfortune, let us pray to the Lord. Help and save our mercy and protect us, O God, by your grace. Remembering the most holy and immaculate, the most blessed and glorious lady, the mother of God and ever Virgin Mary, together with all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and our whole life to Christ our God. For all glory, honor, and worship befit you, Father's only Spirit, now and forever and ever.
Shreddishe Mary Hospitavi Pomolimpsia Zastupespasepapaloyakolas, Bojate, Bahadatu Presviatu Purchestu Baba Slavano, Slavno Vodeshu Nasha Bhorodas, Vipresent Diva Mariu, Zusimas Vitamapovanusha Semisabe, Yoden Odnoho. For you, our good and loving God, we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Oh, man. 
Listen to the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to the Evangelist Matthew. Tired to the district of Tyre and Sedan, 
And behold, a Canaanite woman came out of that territory and cried out to him, saying, Have pity on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a devil. He answered her not a word. And his disciples came up and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying after us. But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. He said in answer, It is not fair to take those children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. But she said, Yes, Lord, for even the dogs eat of the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done to you as you will. And her daughter was healed from that stretch forth his hand unto you, so today, Lord, hear us praying to you. Strengthen the pious people of Ukraine by your power, bless their deeds, increase their glory by victory over the enemy, strengthen their nation with your almighty right hand, save the defenders of this nation, send your angels to strengthen those protecting the peaceful people, give them everything needed for salvation, reconcile enmity and establish peace. Stretch forth, O Lord, your invisible right hand, which intercedes for your servants in all things. To those whom you choose to lay down their lives in this war, defending their nation, forgive their iniquities, and on the day of your righteous judgment, grant them the crown of immortality. For yours is the power, the kingdom, and the glory. From you we all receive help, and in you we place our trust and sing glory to you, Father's only Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Slava Isaac Stewart. 
Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. Hundreds and hundreds of years ago, there is a certain court jester who went too far one day and insulted his king with his jokes. The king became so infuriated that he sentenced the jester to be executed. The king's court prayed upon the king to have mercy for this man who had served him so well for many years. After a time, the king relented, only enough to give the jester his choice as how, to how he would to die. True to form, the jester replied, Well, if it's all the same to you, my lord, I'd like to die of old age. My dear people of God, today in the Gospel from Matthew, we heard these words from the Canaanite woman who said to Jesus, Lord, Son of David, have pity on me. Pity is a pretty strong word, isn't it? When we hear that word pity, we think of someone being in such a difficult situation that they have nobody else to turn to, nobody else to help them with their problems in life. We may say about someone, well, I pity that person. I wouldn't want to be in their position right now. So when the Canaanite woman told Jesus to have pity on her to heal her daughter, she was basically saying to Jesus, I have nobody else to turn to right now. I have nobody else who can help me. And of course, she turned to the right person because Jesus is the compassionate one who will help anyone in need. You know, a word that is very similar to pity is the word mercy. So today I want to talk about what is mercy. A few years ago, the entire Catholic Church celebrated what was called the Year of Mercy that was proposed by St. Francis, or Pope Francis, sorry. The theme was mercy is to be merciful, just as our Heavenly Father is merciful to us. So what does this exactly mean to us? How can we be merciful to one another as our Heavenly Father is merciful to us? I want to read to you some parts of an article published by this author, Scott Alessi, on the website of Sunday Visitor. It's called, Blessed are the Merciful, a cornerstone of the Catholic faith. Mercy has spiritual benefits for both the giver and receiver. People tend to think of mercy as portrayed in the TV or movies, which is usually someone who is groveling and saying, have mercy on me, 
are pleading with someone to spare them their life. So it starts from their own premise that someone is getting ready to punish or hurt you and you plead with them, then you'll be spared. But this is not how mercy is portrayed in the Bible at all. God is portrayed as being slow to anger, not someone who is waiting to unleash his wrath. So just what is mercy? The word itself comes from the Latin word misericordia, which is translated as either mercy or compassion. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew words used to describe God's mercy are based upon hesed, which means steadfast love, and rakamen, a tender, compassionate love. The latter comes from the root word rechem, which means the womb, providing a helpful image of mercy as someone as treating someone in the way that a mother would treat her unborn child. But mercy requires more than just compassion. Mercy is perhaps best understood as the willingness to enter into the chaos of others. There are many situations in our world today where when we see someone in need, but know that helping them is more than just a quick fix. For example, a driver with his or her broken down car on the side of the road likely has a whole set of problems that led them to be stranded. In other words, their chaos. And stopping to help them would mean willingly getting involved in those issues. Another example would be someone who is grieving. Since grief carries a complex set of emotions, showing mercy to that person requires getting more deeply involved in their personal situation. So an act of mercy is really entering into someone's chaos, into all the attendant issues that they have to work with and live with. And when you do that, you are entering something that is a little bit more unpredictable than you can imagine, which is why so many people hesitate to do this. That natural hesitation can make a mercy a real challenge, both for the giver and receiver. In the case of someone experiencing grief, for instance, an act of mercy toward them may feel more like an intrusion there are some people who just want to handle it on their own and don't want a lot of help. Overcoming that hesitation requires this change of mindset. Just as God shows mercy to his children, we too can be more open to mercy if we think others around us as a family. For example, one of that stranded motorists we came upon was our sibling instead of a total stranger. The same principle can be implied in any situation, at work, with our friends, in a public place, by simply asking, 
How would I respond to this person if they were part of my family? This usually means going way out of our way, treating people with a little bit of extra care, compassion, and kindness. And that's what God does with us. And when we do it, it is God's mercy working through us. So mercy is not only reserved for the major chaotic moments in our life. Even the most ordinary situations in a person's daily routine can create openings for mercy. Sometimes we don't even see the opportunities to use mercy in our lives. We might even disdain them or think that they are too small but no opportunity to offer mercy should ever be overlooked. We can't miss them just because we are looking for something magnificent to do. All of these things are magnificent when you do them. These kind of small moments can pop up throughout the day, such as letting another car cut in front of you while stuck in traffic, stopping to hold a door for someone when you're in a rush, or just taking a few moments to stop and ask a co-worker or a friend how they are doing. You just have to keep repeating the beatitude, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. The more a person starts looking for opportunities to show mercy, the more situations they are likely to find. And through performing merciful acts, one is likely to develop a heightened sense of awareness about the needs of others. So once you're familiar with mercy, the more you see it, the more you appreciate people's predicaments. Being merciful, you learn about how humanity really is, both in yourself and others. Developing the merciful view of the world also has the effect of making one less likely to focus on our own self-interests. And this can have some real spiritual benefits. In our own lives, there are times when we are all caught up in a rush, caught up in a busy, busy schedule, which can lead to feeling tense, grumpy, and flat-out selfish. In these situations, we need to take a deep breath and remind ourselves that the people around us aren't rivals, aren't obstacles, but they are our brothers and sisters in Christ. So mercy is critical to a healthy spirituality because it gets us out of ourselves. So whether the acts of mercy one performs are large-scale outreach efforts or simple showings of hospitality and kindness, they can have real transformative power. They are also a tangible way of bringing out our Catholic faith to life in the course of our daily interactions with one another. Mercy is the stuff of conversion. People, by their little acts or larger acts of mercy, can feel connected to God 
in a way that they never had before. So my dear people of God, let us pray that we practice mercy to one another and to every person we meet in our lives. The blessings that we will receive from God are more than we can ever imagine when we are merciful to others as our Heavenly Father is merciful to us. Let us continue to pray for each other that we may show God's mercy every day of our lives. That we can sing. Make me a channel of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring your love. Where there is injury, your pardon, Lord. And where there's now true faith in you. O Master, grant that I may never see so much to be consoled as to console. Let us all say with our old soul and our old mind, let us say. Lord, have mercy. Almighty Lord God of our fathers, we pray you hear us and have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy and also God of the greatness of compassion, we pray you hear us and have mercy. We also pray for our most holy universal pontiff, Francis, Pope of Rome, for his beatitude, our patriarchs, with us, our most much Paulton Lawrence, for our God-loving bishops, for those who serve in our servants, holy church, for our spiritual fathers, and for all our brothers and sisters in Christ. We also pray for our nation under God, for our government, for all those in the military. We continue to pray for the nation of Ukraine that the Holy Spirit may come down upon the people there and give them peace and harmony. Let us pray to the Lord. We also pray for the repose of the souls of the servants of God, Mary Hines and Olga Kisilovich, 
who have fallen asleep and for the forgiveness of their offenses voluntary and involuntary. That the Lord God may place their souls where all the trust we pulls. We also pray for the people here present who are going to bountiful mercies for those who have been kind to us and for Orthodox Christians. For you are merciful, loving God, we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Again and again in peace let the faithful pray to the Lord. Wisdom, so that always protected by your might, and we give glory to you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Amen.